0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Elijah mcgregor Fortson.
1: This is Marnita.
0: And welcome to From A to 10, the Marnita's Table podcast. We are so pumped. It is one of our favorite times of the year. It's our annual STC, that is Start the Conversation fundraiser. This year's
1: theme is... Humans, Gods,
0: Monsters. It's a pretty, pretty good one, if I do say so myself.
1: And you do say so because you named it this year. Which well, is always I. fun to get to name the gala.
0: Yes, I'm uh, very proud of this honor. How did the the annual three-word theme come about anyway?
1: Actually, it was um one of our friends of the table, Pam Diamond, who were named the first one, which was sex drugs and reality TV.
0: Oh, how timely. And, and actually when was, sex. When drugs was that what year was that?
1: That was 2008 was our first year. A good
0: year for sex, drugs, and reality TV.
1: And actually, at the time, we were doing it because we were doing a lot of work with the Design Energy Foundation fighting AIDS. And we're doing a lot of work around reducing the number of girls living with STD or HIV in the state of Minnesota. So we were doing a lot of work about sexual health and teen sexual health. And that's when we learned that teenagers were never encouraged to talk about sex or uh, entering adulthood as healthy sexual adults. Um, that it was like a verboten thing. And in fact, our first year calling it sex, drugs and reality TV. Of course, reality TV was was already big, but was getting bigger. And drugs. We also meant like drugs like Viagra and Cialis. We were talking about how often people are automatically medicated if they're depressed or other things. Like so it wasn't just illicit drugs. It was also just the big pharma and drugs and the way that we medicate ourselves. And so every year since then, we've stayed with the three word formulation
0: what's uh what was your what's one of your other favorite three words of the past few years
1: well um i liked race money power race
0: money power was really good
1: was really good weirdly enough though the one of the most stable conversations you know like it, it seems so boring um was food shelter clothing and that was that was the year of the artifact where the young man came in and and brought the Thing because he had met somebody at the table, he had gotten a job, he had been homeless and he brought us, you know, this little dish that he had made in his kitchen. And he said, became, because of the table, I have food, I have shelter, I have clothing. And it was like, you know, manifest why, um, it was important that the work get funded and not just be funded by clients. Um, so in, in many ways, my favorite logo of all the years was actually um, science technology art. That's just that's been my favorite color field and my favorite.
0: That one kind of looks like the the cover of a, a textbook. I really like that one, actually.
1: Yeah, that's one of my favorites. But this year, Humans, Gods, Monsters. I'm excited about November 9th. I'm excited to be in our new um, event space in, at Westminster Presbyterian Event Center at 12th 100 marquette in downtown minneapolis it's wonderful it's got a heated parking garage it's lovely but you know the fact is this conversation could be had anywhere you know and so we're really thinking about whether we want to start keeping or or posting some of the questions that we're asking around this like are you coming to take your mask off or to put it on um you know there's this is our first year of being a masquerade gala
0: which I'm so excited about. My 16th birthday party was a, a masquerade party, so this has been in my blood for a long, long time.
1: Yes. And so, yeah, November 9th, Saturday, November 9th, you can go online to org and check it out. Uh,
0: Tickets are on sale now, but we don't really plan on turning anyone away. If you're interested in coming, just reach out to us um, and we can hook you up with some scholarship tickets. Some of our funders have, uh, and some of our funders and supporters have bought big blocks of tickets for people to be able to attend. So we really want to hook you up with those. So just reach out at either info at marnitastable.org or just message us on the Facebook or just if you know someone from the table, they'd be super happy personally send you send you that info.
1: But in addition, you know, sometimes people say, well, why do you do a fundraiser? And often we give a lot of tickets away, but in fact, I'd like
0: to to note that uh, I think it's impressive of us that people ask why our nonprofit does a fundraiser um, (laughs) because we're so well known for, you know, doing work worth paying for.
1: Exactly. And that's actually one of the things that's very interesting. When we started the table and um, we started going for grants and things we had clients and we wouldn't always get grants and, What was interesting to us, we thought that if people were coming and paying us to do and hiring us to do other work for us, that that would make us more likely to get funding. But in fact, sometimes it played against us. Um, You know, people would say, well, wait, you know, they have another revenue source. They can sell their work. And so one of the things that's really important to know about why we would ever need to be funded, about 70 percent of our income comes from somebody who hires us. And that covers pretty much all of our operating expenses, you know, the floor and the ceiling. And often donors don't don't want to pay for floors and ceilings. They just want to I like to say they just want to pay for the program inside of that floor and ceiling. And this year we have a big goal. In the next 2 years I want to raise 6 million dollars, which is outside of our regular budget. And that budget is because we are seeing all over the world, not just in the United States, but everywhere in the world. There are migrants on the move all over the world right now. There are going to be more because of climate change that because of migrants, because of fear of the other, that all over the world there's a need to help communities that exist absorb new communities and to have conversations about like right now, California is on fire. Like there's parts of California Not like in the, the club is on fire kinda. Of. Yeah, not in a yeah, the roof is on fire. Let the no. Like the the whole state is on fire.
0: As a native Californian.
1: I find it distressing.
0: More 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 than a little distressing.
1: Right. You know, and so but what happens when your house burns down and if you don't have savings, where do you go? Where do you live? I I think that more people need to be having these questions and and having these conversations that are. And so having a funding source independent of our clients who come to us and say, you're going to help this school district or you're going to help this area. And even though we can charge them. A little bit more. Often our clients are also public sector, meaning that they get they get paid by tax dollars. And so people are very cautious. There isn't always over to help seat more people in the community or to do work that is just community driven. And the other piece of it is that we've really become experts at what we do. And so to only be allowed to do work that is client driven as opposed to community driven or from individuals who may not have the resources, but really understand where the need is. That's why we need to go raise money. That's why we want you to come out. And if you can't be there, make a donation. If you want to see us nationwide, make a donation. If you want us on a bridge or in a neighborhood near you, make a donation.
0: Yeah, I think one of the best examples of the kind of work that we can do with uh, your support, with the support of Many Beyond. And, uh, just our clients is the work that we've done um, on the 38th Street Bridge, or as it was rained out this year in uh, Sabathody Community Center. I just want to read one or two uh, quotes from our um, our sign-in sheets that I think are, they just make me smile. There were one uh, person who I put to, they were, a, they were a retired boomer, put down that they, I met all types of people from all walks of life and from the neighborhood. That is a thing that I feel like. A boomer in their in the neighborhood they live in doesn't usually get to do. A boomer now feels, I as a millennial, I love the way that I say boomer. It's it's very specific, but now feels like they know their neighborhood better. That's a thing that usually you'd see happening, you know, for young people. But having older folks, I, I hope no boomers are offended by that I called them older folks, feel more comfortable in their community and meet people across difference in their diverse and diversifying communities is so important. And that's the exact kind of work that we can do with funding. So anyway, we hope to see you on November 9th again. Uh, tickets are on sale. But if you can't uh, afford a ticket or you're interested in scholarship tickets, just hit us up. Info at marnitastable.org is the email. Or you can message us on Facebook. Or reach out to just anyone on staff that you know. And we'd be super happy to hook you up with a ticket. We'd be super happy to and hook you up with a ticket. And we could use
1: volunteers.
0: Uh, we could also use... Uh,
1: we love hospitality guides, volunteers, all sorts of people.
0: Absolutely. The food will be fantastic. And... Uh, Westminster is just an amazing event space so we can't wait to see you there and mask this is Elijah this is Marnita and this is from 8 to 10 signing off